Hey everyone and welcome to the Darkcast. I'm your host Jonathan and this is DCI number 70. In this episode, Brian and I get to talk to Loris Malik of Moon Spider Studios. Uh, Moon Spider is currently working on a game called Herald, which is a 2D action platformer where you take the role of a guardian angel who's trying to, to guide the titular Herald across an obstacle course uh, in order to become a, an archangel. Um, it sounds really neat. Uh, you get to zap things with lightning, which I'm a huge fan of, so I hope you enjoy the show. Uh, if you want to find out more information about Harold, then check out the show notes to this episode on darkstation.com. You can follow us on Twitter to find out when all of our interviews are going up. We're darkstation underscore com. And you can, of course, subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes. We're the Darkcast. Also, you can send us an email if you'd like. You can do that at podcast at darkstation.com. As always, thank you for listening. Now on with the show. Thank you so much for joining us on the Darkcast tonight. How are you doing? Very good, very good, guys. Very good, yeah. Thank you. Thank you uh, to, to receive me. Oh, uh, hey, you're the one that's making the game. We just, <laughs> we get to talk to people. It's it's no skin off our back. We we, we have fun doing this, so uh, thank you for, for wanting to do this. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> no problem, man. No problem. So before we get into talking about Harold, uh, let's talk a little bit about who you are and, and what you do at uh, Moonspider. Yes. So first of all, my name is Loris Malek, and uh, so I'm uh, I'm a game designer first. I work uh, in the industry for uh, almost ten years now, and uh, and so yeah, I started as a game designer, level designer, you know, and uh, and had the opportunity to open my company four years ago, uh, and uh, and I did it, you know, to make a Herald, the the first game, and so uh, we are based in Miami actually. Uh, I know it can it can sound a little weird for people, but yeah, and. <laughs> And uh, and uh, and so yeah, we started you know the first uh, our first game uh, and yeah it was four years ago, and it took a long long time you know because we had some uh, high level of expectation for the game so we wanted to make something very nice, and uh, and we were and we were not you know on any schedule what was important was the overall quality of the game you know at the end so, um, but yeah that's that's basically uh, you know where where what, what I'm doing right now and where. Uh, where I came from, I, I worked in France uh, uh, for a small company and big company. Actually, I worked for a little company called Candle Games, where we made some little games for PS2 and DS. And uh, and after I worked for uh, for Eden Studio, uh, Atari, uh, for um, the last uh, Alone in the Dark, you know, on uh, on the Xbox 360. And uh, I was game, game design and level design on it. And and after, yeah, I had the opportunity to open uh, to open Moon Spider Studio, and so I, I jumped on it. Very cool. <laughs> now, have you um, have you been working on Harold the whole time that you've been at uh, Moonspider? Oh yes, I- I'm working even more on that actually. Okay. Uh, yes, yes, yes. We we uh, we started with this project because it was maybe the the I want to say the easiest one, not the easiest in terms of technique or whatever, but I want to say the the cheapest one. It's very simple. Uh, okay. When you know we're indies, uh, we're self-funded. Uh, we have. Uh, I'm not, you know, uh, uh, Electronic Arts or Activision, or you know, <laughs> I can't put uh, hundreds of millions of dollars into a game. Uh, but the stuff is, we wanted to have this quality, and we really wanted to get a game who looks like a AAA game, but mm-hmm. without the money. And I know it sounds stupid, but that was really the goal. And uh, and we, we 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 worked on that and find some solution, you know, to to, to be able to actually do it. And uh, so after, you know, you, you, you have to make concessions, of course, and you can't have a game who's going to be, you know, uh, 30 or 40 hours of gameplay. Uh, but if you condense the game and if you, you know, like shrink it, you can have maybe something around what we have right now between, I don't know, like 8 and 12 hours, mm-hmm. uh, but with, you know, a very, very high quality. Uh, and, and overall, that was really the, the most important stuff. And, and the second stuff we worked on was very important, was linked to the first goal, was also to get to, to make the first game who really looks like uh, old, an old 
I want to say Walt Disney movie or, or, or cartoon, you know, like Warner Bros. or Old Don Blues, you know, this kind of mm-hmm. old, old animated stuff uh, that I love, actually, that I'm a big, big fan. And, uh, you know, that when, when they are painting on cells and stuff, that, that's really the render we wanted to have. So that was, you know, the, our goal. And, uh, and yeah, we, we just, we just uh, went on that and, and worked as hard as possible to, to make it possible. Awesome. Yeah, I can definitely tell the uh, the inspiration on the uh, the animation and the art style. I mean, I remember seeing it for the first time, and it it kind of took me back to, you know, watching cartoons uh, in the 80s and stuff like that. Almost very, very Looney Tunes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was exactly the goal. That was exactly that. I wanted to, to, to feel this craziness, you know, that you got in this uh, cartoon. Uh, on the on the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, that you that we lost a little, I feel, uh, with the new uh, with the new era, you know, with Pixar and with uh, uh, DreamWorks, you know, all this stuff. Uh, uh, they do they do amazing things. Uh, don't 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 make me uh, you know uh, uh, they, they are very very good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like when I see an old, um, you know, like Roadrunner and Coyote or some some crazy like Bugs Bunny stuff, it's mm-hmm. it's very very out there, you know. It's it's very very nice. Absolutely. I love this kind of stuff, and I, I and I just I wanted to to feel back, you know, this this stuff in, in a video game. Mm-hmm. That was the yeah. Awesome. Now, uh, Moon Spider's been working on uh, Harold since it's it's been around. So you've been uh, kind of whiling away working on the the game for about four years now. Yeah. Uh, where are you guys actually located? We are we are in Miami. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know. It sounds weird, but yeah, we are in Miami. <laughs> no, I think no, we've actually we spoke to uh, another game developer on there who was working on a, a mobile game. It was the Rocket Raccoon, right? Mm-hmm. No, yeah, red no, uh, no. Was it? It's not a raccoon. It was. Uh, he's a red panda. It was. Red panda. Um, yeah. But yeah, it looked kind of like a raccoon. So that that works. I'll find <laughs> it and correct it in the the intro to the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> the magic of editing. Um, but yeah, no. So I mean, it's it's not actually that weird. I think this is the the third studio we've talked to in Florida and the second in uh, Miami. So that's hotbed of Florida games, (laughs) right? (laughs) Uh, Now, how many people are actually working on the the game right now? Uh, Right now we're, you know, we're a small team Uh, right now. We are uh, 14, but we, we, we really, you know, uh, fluctuate during the production. So we went like almost 30 and the minimum we were were like eight, you know, so it really fluctuate compared to what we need. Uh, but yeah, that's that's averagely uh, you know the, the number. Gotcha. Very cool. Very cool. Now, so let's let's get down to brass tacks. What is Harold? <laughs> okay, so Harold <laughs> is um, so it's uh, I want to say a platformer slash racer, uh, and and even that is not really correct actually. It's it's first thing I want to say it's a different game. It's a game that you really not played before, uh, not in that kind of, of, of uh, you know, like craziness, like what we're talking about, you know, but even in the gameplay, you can really feel that. And, uh, you know, I, I, I wanted to do something where you really feel the, the skills, you know, that on a game when you start to play a game for the first time. And when you finish the game, uh, there is games where you don't really feel that you have progressed in the game in terms of skills, you know, like that you are actually better. The story was maybe amazing, you know, but it was not that hard. And now, there is, and even now, there is a lot of games where you don't even die anymore at all. You know, you can finish a game and never see the game over. And for me, it's especially for this kind of platformer game, uh, it's it's a little annoying. And and uh, and I wanted to have a game where I could. You know, my, my skills as a gamer has to be pushed a little. Not too much, you know, but I, I, want, I, I didn't want to have something too much frustrated, you know, to, to, with a, too much frustration. But, uh, but a little is good, you know. And when you feel that you progress and like maybe 30 minutes ago you were not able to do something and now you are able to do it because you're, you, you are better, because you're trained, you know. Uh, that's something that for me, we have a little lost in the in the new, you know, video game stuff. Uh, even if I lo- I love again casual gaming and you know and casual game, it's completely different for me. But Harold is really uh, uh, an hardcore gamer game for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
Now, so the game is, you just play a little, um, uh, how can I explain that? You, uh, so you are, you're incarnate, you know, um, a little uh, student called Gabe. And you are actually a guardian angel. And you're in the, in the guardian angel world and you are in high school. So to get your diploma, to become a real guardian angel, there is actually on earth uh, a, a competition that humans do and it's more like you know uh, it's a race but it's more like a, how do you say um, uh, uh, oh, I forgot the name in English the, with, with you know like with a, like with a rope or with a you know like a hole obstacle that you have to course jump. yeah exactly like obstacle course exactly okay. and, and so uh, as a guardian angel uh, when you start each student receive uh, almost like you know it's like a, it's like a, it's, a ran, it's a little random thing where each student has to pick up randomly, you know, one human and help him during this race. And of course, at the beginning of the race, uh, you pick up Harold, who is the worst guy possible. So this time, you know, you really, really have, because normally, you know, what, what is the job of a guardian angel? The job is he just check, you know, and watch his, his human and if the human do something wrong or fell into a hole where there is spikes or, or whatever, at the last moment before he's going to die, the, the angel do a miracle and the guy, you know, reappear and he's still alive and he doesn't really know why, but okay. But here, when you have Harold, uh, you, you have to do much more than that. You really have to help him to pass the obstacle uh, because without your help, he can do anything. So that's the, uh, the, you know, the beginning of the game. And mm-hmm. as a guardian angel, how you can help him? You can help him by interact with him, but you don't really control him. He's always running. And the only thing you can do with him is you can make him jump or you can use a lightning to use it as a turbo. So he's going to go in on fire, you know, for several seconds and, he's go f- and he goes faster. Okay. And, but the real um, uh, gameplay is on the fact that you can manipulate the environment to help Harold to pass these obstacles. And so you can actually control, you know, uh, a little platform who is, you know, on the, on the water and you can make him pass that. Or if there is, a, you can also interact with animals, you know, with living things. So it's, that's the, basically, you know, the gameplay of the game. Uh, now, this seems, you know, easy, but we really wanted to push that very far. And uh, even if the game is coming, you know, on PC, you, you need a controller to play this game because it's actually very, very fast. And, uh, and with, the control, with just the mouse and keyboard, it was not possible. So we had to push you know, the, the, the control further with a controller. And it's maybe not as you know, um, uh, intuitive as if you were you know, moving the platform with your finger on the screen or, or with the mouse. But actually, when you start to getting it, uh, it's way, way more effective, and you can go actually crazy fast. So that's um, that's yeah, that's the that's Harold. That's, that's the game. I don't know if I gave a, a good explanation or if you're more lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fantastic. So Harold is is uh, the worst possible pick in this uh, human angel Olympic. Absolutely. Um, every every step he takes is basically one step closer to him suiciding. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. And and as a guardian angel, it's up to you to basically keep him alive just yes. long enough to finish the race. Not not even come in first, just to finish. Actually, that's that's a good point because normally for all the other runner for all the other uh, sorry um, uh, students, um, you just you just need to finish third or above to be qualified to the next race. But um, if you, how can I explain that? The, the game is really like there is two different level of difficulty, I want to say, in the game. You know, I don't know if you remember in Mario 64, I, I always give this example because it's the best one for me. Uh, in Mario 64, when it came out, you know, on Nintendo 64, everybody could really finish this game. And uh, it's not really hardcore if you think about it. And even my wife finished it, you know, a long, a long time ago, but yeah, she finished it. And, and she's not a gamer, you know, she's not hardcore. But finishing Mario 64 with the 120 stars, that was a completely different story. That was another game. And here we wanted to do and get the same kind of gap that you could find, you know, in, the, in Mario 64 like that. So actually finish third uh, on every race and, and see the end of the game, you know, see the credits. 
it, I don't think it's actually that hard. You know, and anybody with a little of training can do it. Uh, now, finish first on every race, that's a complete different story. It's way, way harder. And, you know, I was, I was saying just before that the game is between 8 and 12 hours to, to, you know, of, of gameplay. Uh, but if you want to finish first and get 100% of the game, it's actually a minimum of a double because you really, really need to, to train and to, and to be better. It's like a race, you know, like a car race. You really have to, you know, in a car race, you do, I don't know, thousand and thousand times the same track, the same lap, because you need to know exactly every curve. And you know that when you arrive in this curve, you need to go at that speed with that angle and you check the limit all the time. Here, it's actually exactly the same, but with humans and with obstacles. So uh, you can push the game very, very far. Um, and, you know, when, when, you, when you start to really get the, the gameplay, what is, what is very weird, and I, I'm saying that also uh, uh, sometimes, but it's, it's, ve it's very, uh, how I can say that, very uh, true, even if it's weird and, and far off, you're going to see. The game, when you start to get it, when you start to play Herald and get the rhythm of the game, it's almost a mix between Wipeout and Guitar Hero. I know it's very, very weird, what I just said, but it's actually <laughs> the truth. And, and to explain that... Uh, you know, in Wipe, I don't know if you remember Wipeout, but the, the first one, I mean, and you know, the first two on PS1, where they were really hardcore. Uh, this game, or uh, the first one uh, uh, in particular, was very, very, very fast. And a little mistake, you just touch a little with one pixel, you know, the side of the, of the road, and boom, you stop right there, and you're done. You can restart everything, you know. But when you were not touching anything, and you were making perfect lap, the game were going faster and faster and faster and faster. And it was actually you, the limit. It was my brain who couldn't process anymore. But the game could, could, you know. And in Herald, we, we did the same thing. It, it's, it's a rhythm game almost because, you know, when you start to get, it's a race. But when you start and you do the race over and over and over, uh, the, other, uh, the other rivals that you have to pass, they are on the same position, you know, at the same time, they go always at the same speed, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So Okay, so they all move, so even though Harold is like, Harold, he's not necessarily, outside of just his not being able to do anything himself, he's not really disadvantaged per the other racers. No, actually, you know, it's, it's uh, Harold is actually the fastest one, but I'm going to explain a little oh, thing okay. that, that nobody really knows into the game. Every time that you start a race, Something happened to Harold, and he missed the start. So he always starts last. Oh, so he's always playing catch-up. Exactly. So and you have to catch, it, to catch them up all the time. And, but when you use your turbo, and when you use your lightning and your power, Harold uh, is actually the fastest of them. Hmm. Uh, but you have to do everything. Uh, but if you, if, if you don't use a turbo, he's actually the slowest. So it's a mix between that, between the risk that you can take uh, to go faster and catch them up the other guys but also you're going to have to you need more skills because it's going everything go twice faster you know so yeah that's the that's the point of that i don't know if i was clear <laughs> no no you were very clear it's it's a real interesting take because it's it's kind of got this uh like the kind of like an endless runner vibe where where harold himself isn't you're not actually in control of him but being able to kind of manipulate the world around him to make him go faster yeah. and to make him react the way you do. It's almost like it's almost like you're playing him like a game. It's almost that. You know, you're 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 he's a he's a puppet, you know, for you. Like you you really do whatever you want with him. He's always running. The only thing that you can do is stop him, but that's it, you know. After the rest, you really have a a a, a, a I want to say a big control over him, even if you don't control him directly. I know it's weird, but yeah. And, uh, and you know, in, in Wipeout, when you get this moment where you start to play and you need this concentration, you need to focus into the game because without focus, you can talk and play Wipeout. You know what I mean? Harold uh, is almost like that. You really need to focus. And so... When I was saying that it's also very close to to a to a Guitar Hero or or you know any other uh, rhythm game is because in one point when you start to get the game and get the level and knows every little obstacles by heart, it's almost a rhythm game. But the big difference 
compared to a Guitar Hero, for example, is it's not the game who uh, dictates his rhythm with the music. So in Guitar Hero, you have to follow the tempo of the music. If you are too slow or too fast, you're wrong. In, in Herald, it's completely different because it's actually you decide of the rhythm. And if you want, if you want to go faster, and if you can, the game will let you. It's just you who, it, it, again, it's your skills going to decide, you know, if you can go faster or not. It's not really the game. So that is something a little different. And, you know, there is, and another comparison that I can give you also that a friend gave me uh, uh, that I, I feel was very, very true. He said, I don't know if you remember the game Lemmings. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Harold is Lemmings on steroids. That's what he told me. <laughs> <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like, that's actually very, very true. That's very, very close, yeah. So does Harold know know what's going on? Like, do people enter this race knowing that this is kind of what's happening? Um, no, what course. happens in between it's sections of the race? And, and, and even the other, even for the other uh, um, uh, rivals, you know, they don't know that the guardian angel exists. They, they, they feel that there is something a little weird, you know, but, but they don't really know that there exists and that there is somebody who, who are, you know, who watching them to help them and to keep them alive. Sure. They don't. So does he run with his eyes closed? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> there's all this has, stuff that's going big, on. Is it just thick glasses? He, so he doesn't he really go, okay, see got, okay. very far. It's just blind trust that he runs on. Almost, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's his fuel. Gotcha. Now you mentioned that the the game actually uses a controller, not you know, kind of a traditional mouse and keyboard. How does all of that kind of work when you're, um, you know, zapping lightning on Harold, who's on one side of the screen, and then moving a platform on another side of the screen, and and all that kind of stuff? How how does all that kind of stuff actually that's work? Very, uh, that's, I, I can explain. It's very. It's actually very simple. You uh, you control all the obstacles with the left stick. Hmm. So every movement that you can do are, of course, analogic. So you can, you know, move the platform up and down or left and right with the speed that you want. You can go slow or fast or faster, you know, or very fast. Uh, and um, so every obstacles are controlled, you know, with the, with the left stick. And okay. all the movement that you do are actually, I want to say, natural movement. Uh, so, for example, uh, if you want to, there is a drawbridge, you know, in, the, in, in some levels. And so to to roll to uh, to roll down the drawbridge, you just rotate your your your, your uh, you know with with your thumb. You just rotate the the left uh, uh, pad, and you can go up and down like that. You go you no know, left and right, and you're going to move the platform up and down. You're going to move platform also. And after we have some little like trick, like for example, we have some walls. So the walls you just have to flick you know on the right with the, with a stick to hit it. And so you see every time that you select an obstacle. You see um, a little, uh, how can I say, like a little icon where it tells you first that this is the obstacle that you control now because you can have multiple obstacles on the same screen. And so when you control one with a stick, you control only this one. And if you want to switch to another obstacle, you switch with the triggers, mm. left and right. So you can go you know, very fast to any obstacle you want and go back. You know, it's a, it's a how do you say, a... Uh, like in a queue, you know. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how it works, and uh, and the jump actually are very simple. You just press A to make it to make Harold jump, uh, and uh, and for the the lightning, the lightning it's a little special because we use actually the lightning also as lives. So you get this little wing ring who are little like uh, I can say little stars, you know, or little uh, 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 ring that you can find you know into in, in Sonic, you know, it was a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, stuff like that, and so you you have you have some of them to take during the during the race, and if you get them, uh, you can use them as a turbo. But if you don't have any more, if you have zero, you you actually got, got a game over because people, um, the guardian angel use this power to make you uh, uh, you know uh, teleport, you know make you uh, stay alive and teleport and make you continue the race. So if you don't have one. You, so it's a, it's a balance, you know, you're like, okay, 
do I should keep this one because maybe I'm gonna die on the next obstacle zone because it's a hard one or you know or I don't know this one or no 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 I prefer to use my turbo and take a risk and 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 pass everything faster but if I die I have to restart from from the beginning of the race you know what I mean so it's a real gamble yeah it's yeah like if I, if I want to go faster I have to be good or else I'm not gonna have any lives to fall back on Exactly, exactly. No, actually, you can pass every obstacle on every single one in the game. You can pass them in turbo. So it's not, it's not again, a question of difficulty. It's just a question of skills. And, mm. but, but, but it's possible on all of them. And, uh, and you can also do something, you know, as you're a guardian angel, you, you, it's, a, it's a power that you gain in the middle of the game where you... So at the beginning, you just follow Herald. But... In one point, you the levels start to, to, to become much more complicated. So you need to be able to, how I can say that, to teleport yourself on the next obstacle zone that Harold's going to encounter. And you can actually prepare the obstacles before he, he arrives. I know it's weird. Huh? So he's not on the screen anymore, but he's between two obstacle zones. So he's just running. Nothing can happen to him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and at this moment, you can actually teleport yourself and prepare obstacles before he's coming to uh, get a better chance to pass them. Or also, and that's what is the most important stuff to do into the game, you can also sabotage the other runners. So because you can move the obstacles to help Harold, but you can also move it when, the, when another rival is coming and it's just going to fall, you know? So the entire game is uh, a little gymnastic between going further Harold and preparing the zone and sabotage the other guy and mm-hmm. after coming back to Harold and helping to go fast. And every time that you sabotage another enemy, uh, another rival, you know, in the race, you actually gain the power to get a turbo. So it's very important to play with that. Okay, so so you spend so you've got the the life slash turbo system that when you die you you lose a life or a turbo unit and if you use turbo then you obviously use one of those units but if you can somehow cause one of the other racers to screw up like fall in a giant pit or something like that then you gain one exactly okay it's exactly that I forgot the I forgot your question actually. I don't, I don't... <laughs> that, that that was that explanation was fine. Okay. <laughs> now, um you know, I, I feel like a, a lot of these a lot of di- a lot of times these days, um games like this that have a, a very colorful uh art style to it, you know, you've kind of got that infinite runner vibe in that you don't have a direct control over heralds. Mm-hmm. I imagine some people would assume this would come towards Come to the mobile platform. It seems kind of geared and you know, like it would fit really well on a iOS or you know, you know iPad. Uh, I uh, I'm going to explain that very very uh, simply. Sure. Uh, I started this game on Nintendo DS. So okay. It was it was five years ago alone in my room, you know. So I, I was I was doing some tests to see if the gameplay that I had in mind was working actually. And um, during the production, very fast, we switch. To go to console, you know, and PC and all that stuff, and uh, so we completely forgot the 3DS and the and the tactile system, and more, you know, you, when you start a game, when you have a game concept, you have something in your head, you don't really know if it's gonna work. You try to 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 imagine it, but it's very hard to think about all the possibilities, you know, and. In one point, when we really get the controllers uh, and, and we started to make the game for, for the PC, we were like, okay, what can we do with the controller? Uh, why we don't keep, you know, the mouse and the keyboard? And after several months, we realized that actually it was the best gameplay was with the controller. So we, that's why we went on that, because it's really not... It, uh, you can't, I couldn't make, I can't make that game, for example, on iPad or on Wii U. Exactly the same game with the same difficulty and the same level design is absolutely impossible if you don't have a controller. You can't even finish the game or play the game. Like, you're going to stop playing after the third level and you're going to be like, okay, this is insane, you know? So <laughs> the, ga- the game is really, really made for controllers, even if it looks like, you know, I, I, again, my, my, uh, I have a, 
uh, Olivier de Rivière, who is the guy who's making the music for the for the for the game, you know, he's uh, he told me he was like, you know, when I see the trailer of your game, I feel that it's uh, it's almost like a scam. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, this is not what what is the game all all about. I'm like, yes, it is. You know, like it's exactly that. And he's like, yeah, but when you see that, you feel that it's a casual game, you know, that's going to be cool, blah, blah, blah. And it's absolutely not that. It's hardcore. And I'm like, yeah, but, you know, I think people are going to learn it little by little and maybe, you know, uh, uh, be, be, be better at it. But uh, it's true that when you see the trailer and when you see the image and the colorful stuff, you're like, oh, it's, it's maybe a game for kids or it's maybe, you know, or casual gaming. It's absolutely not the case. I did that for a very simple reason. The gameplay is so different and so refreshing and new that I was very afraid that the gamers, when they get this game in their hands, if the game was not very beautiful or very nice animated, I was afraid that they're gonna leave the, you know, uh, leave the controller after five or 10 minutes. Mm. Because they go like, what the fuck is that? I don't understand, what, what, what is that stuff? You know, what is this game? And because even me, when I started, playing the game, I was like, I have to break my 20 years of habit of playing platformers where you see and look only you are on your character, mm-hmm. who, who is Mario, Sonic, uh, Rayman, anything, anybody you want, but you always focus on your, on your, uh, you know, on the guy that you control. Here, actually, you have to look ahead of him. And I know it's very weird, but if you look at him and you start to play normally like another platformer, like a classic platformer, everything's going to arrive. You're going to do everything too late. You know what I mean? You have to look ahead. And so to break that habit and, and start to really go like, stop watching Harold, watch you know, in front of him, in front of him. It took me actually several minutes, maybe 10 or 20, you know, so I was like, whoa, if it happens to me, who is the game conceptor? That's going to happen to everybody, you know? So I was like, I need to find a way that people, when they see these games, they go, whoa, that's very beautiful. And they just want to play this. They just want to play this little beautiful game. They don't know what they're going to have in, in, their, in their hand. And when they start to play, they're like, oh, it's cool. Oh, yeah, it's look, it's look nice. Oh, yeah. And after 10, 20 minutes... They just got hooked up by the gameplay, and normally it should be it should work. You know what I mean? But that's the plan. I want to say, but uh, but we will see. You know, we will see. Maybe the game is still too hard. Maybe it's too easy. It's I don't know. But we wanted to find. You know, it's very hard to find the perfect limit of difficulty because everybody has a different level of frustration. And I know some guys who can play. Uh, you know, forever the same level and never never really stop. You know, like. What kind of game I can give you? Uh, um, uh, I don't know what, what what kind of very very hard game I played recently. Uh, like yeah, it's not for example, it's not like Dark Soul, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, Dark Soul is way 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 more hard than than that than than, than a Herald, you know, of course. Uh, but it's more like maybe uh, um, uh, I forgot the name, Super Meat Boy. You know, it's okay. more like. I, I can get on board with that. I beat Super Meat Boy. Could not beat Dark Souls, so that I'm. That sounds good to me. <laughs> okay, cool. cool. So you have you have a very high level of frustration. <laughs> yes. Uh... <laughs> now, as as you were kind of working on Heralds, did you ever? What, what was it like trying to to stick to the the idea of you know making a game where you don't have direct control? over the main character. I, I feel like uh, a lot of times it, it might be easy to want to, maybe to come against a, a challenge or something like that and, and want to go back to that more traditional style. What, what was it like kind of um, sticking to to the guns of, you know, you're, you're manipulating things around Harold and what were some of the, the challenges of, of doing that? You know, I, I just wanted to make something different because I just have no other solution. I mean, it's it's not it's it's a choice, but it's also not really one. The the only way I can make that game, you know, works a little and maybe sell a little, is just 
by doing something different than other people. Because if I do an, uh, uh, another platformer or another uh, classic, I don't know, FPS or zombie game or whatever, mm -hmm. it's 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 so hard. I want to say because I don't have the uh, I don't have the power, the energy, the money to be able to uh, to go against you know this kind of game. So I I had really no choice to make uh, a new kind of game because like that I don't have any other guy in front of me you know what I mean and after you like or you don't but if you like I'm the only one like that mm -hmm. so but it's, it's it was a uh, you know I I, uh, I always like making gameplay I'm a game designer you know in my roots really like that was my first job and, and that's what I love to do uh, game concept and game design and I always try to make something new because if it's already exists, why why doing it? You know, just just play the game and it's already done. You know, mm -hmm. so it's uh, I, I always after if I if I can't and I don't find a good gameplay, that, that's that's my problem and I just I suck. But if I can find something different and and this thing works, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick on it. I'm gonna stay on that even if it's a little different. Uh, and uh, and it's a little disappointed, you know, at the beginning. Um, I, I hope, you know, I hope that people are gonna really like it, and they will not uh, be like, "What? What is that? I don't understand this gameplay." You know, I really, really hope they're gonna get it. But for for now, you know, all the tests that we did uh, seems to 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 go in a, in a good direction. So I really hope. Awesome. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. Now, now the trailer has a very like uh, kind of gospel style music to it yeah. is that indicative of what's in the the rest of the game absolutely so yeah, yeah, yeah. we we recorded uh with a gospel choir actually okay uh yeah yeah, yeah. We, we we really wanted to again you know with with uh with olivier when we decided to do that it's actually him who told me uh who gave me the idea he was like you know what do you think if we if we do a gospel choir and we put a gospel choir on the entire game and when he told me that I directly understood what he was saying because he was not what he was talking about. It was not really the gospel music, but more like a gospel color. And so we have musics that are different. We have, you know, we have different worlds. You know, we have the jungle, we have the beach, we have the the snow, we have the uh, I, I'm missing another one, the desert. You know, and we have different levels like that. Uh, there is 12 levels in the entire game. They are all completely different, and they all have different paths, you know, that you have to find, and uh, and some secret paths, and some and some shortcuts, and you know. Mm -hmm. So you need to really, you know, it's a you need to play several times the same race to really get everything on it and find the best way to to to, to get those to, to to finish first. But in the music, we also wanted to add that, and as it's a repetitive game, and it's a very uh, you know, it's a try and fail uh, uh, game, also old school uh, style, very arcade. You know, in the in this kind of uh, of, of stuff. Um, Olivier told me, you know, we should do a music where it's it's not the same music all the time because people are gonna get bored after hear you know hearing a hundred times the same music. You just go, okay, just, where is the option? Thank you, music off, done. And so he was like, we should do something way more interactive. Like that is always changing, and people really feel that they progress into the game and into the race just by the music. And uh, and I think this is very important in the game now. Uh, it's a big, big feature because it really helps. Like I was saying, you know, before with the with with wipeout when you when you want to focus into the game. You know, I remember putting uh, uh, it was Firestarter, uh, the music from Prodigy. You know, like crazy, crazy, uh, very, very high volume. And just yep. playing that, you know, and this music would put me into the mood of the of the concentration and the focus, you know, for the game. And we try to do the same thing with the music in Herald. So more you pass people, when you start, you know, like I said, you, you start last. And when you pass the first guy, that now you're not last, but before last, the music actually start now, for real. And the voice and the ghost spell start now. And every time that you pass somebody else, the music grow up and grow up and grow up, and it finished, you know, into a, an explosion when you're first, and uh, you know everybody's screaming and shit. So it's really, really uh, excited like that, um, and and uh, and it gives also, you know, a little Disney style that I really like. So why not, you know? And uh, and uh, and yeah, that's uh, that's the music, absolutely. Yeah, we use a, a ghost spell. Awesome. 
Very cool. It does. That sounds really great. And I, I kind of like that, especially that uh, it, they're almost like mini rewards as you're doing well and getting faster and faster that the music is is uh, is is encouraging you and pushing you forward, too, to go along with that. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a real nice touch. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we had, you know, we, we wanted to to feel that when you play this game and when you help Harold, you're not alone. You help him, but other people are here to help you too. You know what I mean? It's really like, it's a, it's a, I don't know, it's a, I just realized that actually. That's funny. Um, but yeah, 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 that's, that was the, that was the goal with the music. And also, you know, it goes on the, on the other side. I mean, like when you, when, if you lose and if you, for example, you're, you're, uh, you know, you're passing uh, different guys and you start to be fourth, third, second, and in one point you fall into a hole or something, uh, the music stops. And everybody just go, oh, you know, and come on, let's go again. And at the moment that Harold reappear, the music start again with a little rhythm, you know, like a battery rhythm or a drum rhythm, you know, little stuff like that. And and at the moment that you start to get a new turbo or something, boom, the music start again, you know, and give you more energy again. So it's always interactive and it really follows your, uh, um, it's like it's like if you had other spectators following the race with you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Awesome. <laughs> it's like the gallery in a golf game. Just following <laughs> with you. They're yeah. there for Harold. <laughs> but instead of uh, you know, in the golf game where everyone has to say quiet, everyone gets louder with every hole that you get to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's exactly that. Awesome. I like it. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, Brian, do you have any other questions before we go into the end game? No, no, I think uh, I think we're ready. All right. Um, so like we uh, said at the beginning, um, we kind of like to end our, our interviews with a little bit of a questionnaire. Yes. Um, it's more personal, uh, more about you. Uh, not You know, Harold, he can keep running. We're going to talk to you right now. Yeah. No right or wrong uh, answers. Exactly, yeah. It's all opinion-based, so, you know, you won't be judged harshly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, starting with uh, question number one. Um, who is your favorite video game protagonist? Who's your favorite good guy? Hmm. I, I, I suppose I have to choose only one. Yeah, well, if you have multiple, I, I'll you know I'll allow a few. I want to say because because there is so much. You know, I, I'm playing video games since I'm 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 not even remembering. Like seriously, maybe three or four. Uh, I got my my NES at five. I played Mario this day and Citizens Day. I just wanted to play video games and make video games. You know what I mean? So I played so much, so much good games that it's in in, in arcade, in console, in PC, in in everything. So if I have to first, uh, as you can see with Harold, my my, one of my favorite kind of game are the platformers. And I have to admit that the first Mario, uh, Mario Bros, Super Mario Bros on NES was the biggest uh, hit, you know, smack in the face I ever got in my entire life. Uh, now, after that, I want to say that my favorite game, and also who is a hero, you know, is Shenmue, uh, Ryo Azuki, you know. Uh, Shenmue on Dreamcast is, for now, still the best game I ever, one and two, of course, uh, it's still the best game I ever played in my entire life. So if I have to choose only one, it would be that one. Mm. Um... But of course, Shadow of Colossus is very, very close. Um, uh, after it's more like older games, Sonic, of course, huh? the first Sonic on Mega Drive was absolutely extraordinary. And after a race game, like like Daytona USA is maybe the biggest game. I, I, I Yeah, the game, the game in arcade that I the most played. I, I spent so much money in this game. Oh my God. It was insane. <laughs> Yep. So best, yeah, best uh, but, but if you're talking about hero, yeah, I want to say yeah, just Mario and 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 maybe uh, and maybe Rio, uh, yeah, Rio Azuki from the from the Shenmue. Perfect, perfect. Flipping that coin, question number two is who's your favorite antagonist? Uh-huh. Who's your favorite bad guy? Uh, Landy, that's for sure. Landy, the the bad guy of of, of Shenmue. That's for sure. Yeah, I like that. No hesitation. Yep, that I... guy. <laughs> <laughs> after after you know there is. Because if we talk about, for example, Kratos, I don't know where to put him. He's a good guy or a bad guy, you know? And, yeah, and I, I tend to put the, uh, the, the anti-heroes more in the protagonist one just because generally you're in charge of them. Yeah, okay. Although, I, honestly, as you get further along Kratos' story, it stops being like 
revenge and more, man, this guy just wants to kill everybody. No, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. No, no good guy shouts as much as he does. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he's a... Um, I, I didn't say this guy, but for me, as a hero or an anti-hero, you know, whatever, he's one of the most badass I, I have seen for a long time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's rarely a game out there that once you get going in, in God of War... That he just it, it makes you feel like you could just take out anybody. I mm-hmm. absolutely. You the get power. angry with him, and you're like, "Yeah, I don't. Whatever." I'm exactly, you. exactly. The power and the rage that he has, yeah. I never feel that in any other game. And uh, even if it's a little, you know, sometimes it's a little ridiculous. It's maybe it may be a little too much. It's 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 on the style, you know, it's the style of the game. So you you, you accept it, and I and I really like this character, uh, uh, as as you know what he can, uh, uh, how I can say that with, with his charisma. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He has an enormous charisma, this guy. But yeah, if he wasn't such a jerk, he'd probably be a pretty cool dude. Exactly. Yeah, I, like, yeah. <laughs> I agree. But don't tell him I said that. That's, that'd be bad. <laughs> uh, question number three: uh, What kind of like a element or theme would you like to see pushed further in games today? I don't even understand the question. Like, if you could find, if you could take like one thing in games that you really love and you'd love to see. Like other people do more of it. Ah, but you mean but something who already exists into video game industry, or even you know something that you'd like you'd like to see exist that maybe there's just not enough of. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I, I can I can I talk about VR here or no? Sure, sure. Okay, so. For me, that's something you know. I just got the my my uh, my uh, my dev kit too. You know the Oculus. I'm making some stuff with it, and it's well, it's it's way to be final and to be uh, you know possible to sell. You know in the, in the mass market, or whatever. It's still a, a, a prototype, but this is for me. Uh, this is the future for me. Like I can't I can't see that stuff. Not not uh, not in in short term. I don't see that, you know, in a couple of years or, or whatever, but if we start to talk about 10 or 15 years, this is really, really, really insane. Like, this is this is another level. You know, for me, uh, video game, and now what, what I'm going to say here is very personal. Right? Again, I, I don't have any, uh, you know, people can feel completely different and I completely understand, but for for me, what is... What is the difference between a video, why video games is a very, very interesting media and why I want to do video games and I want to make video games and work in video games compared to, for example, I don't know, making a book or make an album or, you know, music or, or, or make a movie. I don't know. Because for me, what is exceptional in video games that no other media has or, or doesn't have as much as video game is the fact that you are... Um, it, how I can say that? It's the immersion of the of the of the of the player. You know what I mean? Of the person who plays. Absolutely. The the immersion into a video game is in any media is for me the most powerful. Even if you take a movie with the 3D glasses, everything you know, okay, it you you are still a little more into the into the movie, okay, but you don't really feel like you can feel when you have a controller in your hands and you really act as the hero of the game or the movie or whatever. You are the hero and you do whatever you want. You are completely in, immersed, you know, into this universe. And so that's what that's why I love video games compared to other mediums. And VR is the, the maximum of that because when you put that into your head, now you're not separate by your screen. You're actually inside the game that you're playing. And it's very natural. I'm sure you, you tried, guys. I'm sure you tried the, the Oculus. And you can feel, you know, even if it's crappy graphics, if it's not, you know, if it's not good, it still looks like a PS2 game, you don't care. Your brain, in a fraction of a second, tells you it's maybe ugly, but it feels so fucking real, you know? And you're like, <laughs> wow. So... Uh, now, this, with the technology, with maybe, you know, because of course you want to touch things and you want, you know, to manipulate objects and stuff. Yeah, that's, and you, that's the part where it always breaks for me is when, like, being being there and being, like, kind of, you know, like, inside of it, as it were. Yeah. Um, it, it's when when I can't reach out and grab something that I know is there. Mm-hmm. 
that 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 I have to either manipulate it with a controller or I can't, you know, like yeah. I'm looking down, but you know, there's either no body or like my hand's not there or I'm not, you know, I can't touch that lamp. It's yep. like that's that's where it always breaks, and I think that that especially as the technology grows, if we can if we can get past that threshold and almost like hollow deck it, if it were, that that's that's kind of where that starts getting really exciting. I, I completely agree. And, and you know, yeah. I really I really think that this kind of technology is going to arrive very fast, faster than we think. Oh, absolutely. And, I mean, the way, the way stuff grows exponentially like this, even if the Oculus is just a stepping stone to that, it's still such a huge step over what we knew as virtual reality before. Absolutely. That it's, it's just going to keep growing that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. And so this is for me, you know, what if you if you ask me what is, you know, the most exciting stuff right now in video game industry, I want to say is that uh, now I'm not going to say I'm, I'm going to work on it, you know, right away. Absolutely not. But uh, I I really think about it uh, as a game conceptor and I really think about new concepts of games, you know, that you can make with this stuff that brings really video games in a new level and another level, you know? So that's, uh, yeah, that's for me a new stuff that I would like to see more and that I hope that everybody's going to go to that. Now, I'm very afraid about this, you know, uh, the only little stuff that I want to say in the bad uh, side, you know, it's the, the VR sickness. I'm very, very uh, sensitive to that. Uh, it's very... Oh, like the, the motion sickness and... Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, I'm very sensitive. I tried a lot of different combination and stuff. It didn't really change anything. Uh, I, and, and different friends, you know, played it. And they all felt it a little. But me, I'm, I don't know why. I really feel it way more than everybody else. Mm-hmm. So that sucks because I would like to play this stuff more. But uh, <laughs> after like an hour, you know, an hour and a half, I was... Hey, your body's like, get me out of here. No. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and I really feel sick like for two, three hours after, you know, so that, that's, that's really, that's really bad. And I hope they can, you know, correct that stuff uh, because if they can't, that will be a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's the same thing stuff like 3D runs into. Eventually you hit the, you hit a point where there's just some people that can't experience that. And yeah. so that's it's getting over that hump and making something you know completely inclusive where anybody can jump in and anybody can enjoy it. That I think that that's that's again that's one of those thresholds that when it hits it, it's that next leap in technology. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, next question: We're we're into flipping coins here, so I'm also going to flip the coin on that one. Um, where what would you like to see go away? What's your least favorite thing in, in video games today? What my least favorite thing? Yeah, is. like it, like it, your least favorite trope or it's 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 not really uh, it, 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 okay. If there was one thing, it will be the but but I but again I understand them also you know so it's it's but for me as a gamer and as a I would like to see way 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 more new IPs and I'm fed up to play Call of, Call of Duty 27 and <laughs> and and as of Assassin's Creed 28. And you know what I mean? Like, come on, guys, please. You know, you have so much money. Do new games, new IPs. And that that's what I want to see more or maybe see less, you know. After when you do GTA and you do one game every four or five years and every time you come, you just kill everybody and you're like, okay, you understand, guys, how you make video games now? Okay, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> you know, that's, that's different, you know. But when you do it every year, who is just the same exact game? If you take the FIFA, you know they just change the numbers on the on the you know what I mean on the on the guys. You know if there is two guys who change their team and that's it. It's it's terrible. So uh, that's what I want to see go away because they put so much money. But now I understand why they do that. Huh? You know it's so hard to make a new IP. It's yeah. so complicated. It's they a big risk. Exactly. And there's so much money so pouring much into stuff. Thing. You know, so they have to don't take risk, and it's because they do Assassin's Creed and Call of Duty that they can make other little games, you know, and try new stuff because they need this money, you know. So I completely understand on their side. But as a gamer and, uh, you know, and for the, I want to say the, the, the general industry, you know, uh, for me, that's the stuff I would like to see less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sorry, I had to sneeze there. Okay. Oh, is there another one? No? Okay. Sorry about that. All right, next question. 
yep. and absolutely on that one. Um, it's you're 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 making games. You are a gamer. You're playing games. Um, if you had the chance to try any other profession, is there anything you'd like to try? No risks. No no, you know nothing's too big. You want to go into space? Go into space. Just is there? Is there anything that you're outside of games that your heart is set on? I'm gonna be very honest with you. Uh, that that is my dream job. Like I I try to work I try to work in video games industry since I'm 15 or 16. Uh, I tried everything. I, I called every company. I, I called every company that I could do in France. You know when I was over there and and had no diploma and I was like cause for game design there was nothing actually at this moment. There was no school. There was nothing. So I tried everything and uh, uh, I I work in video games because I don't want to work. I don't know if it's clear what I'm saying, but <laughs> uh, it is. You know, it's so uh, it's so my passion that I don't feel working, and so I can work 10, 12, 15, 24 hours a day. I don't care because I don't feel working. I feel that I'm doing my passion. So mm -hmm. uh, now, if I had another talent, and let's say I could maybe sing very well. Maybe, you know, be, uh, I don't know, like make albums or stuff like that. Why not? But seriously, uh, video games is already like very, very, very high for me. It's a number one. So I'm very, very lucky. Awesome. I hear you. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Next question is going to get a little weird. Okay. Okay. Um, hear me out till the end. <laughs> have you ever this? And this is not the question. This is like a pre-question. Um, have you ever seen uh, John Carpenter's Escape from L.A.? I've seen it several times. Excellent. Okay, so at the end of that movie, when Snake has the little remote control and he's ready to pull the plug on all the power, is a question. Sending every, so, I, I, I did say, say that again. Say that again. So, yeah, so at the end of that movie, yeah. when Snake has the remote control and he's ready to pull the power on everything. Yes. You get a letter that says that's going to happen tomorrow. Okay. What game would you play tonight? Shenmue. Easily. Yeah. Shenmue 1 and 2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, to, just to see again this incredible game and remember how... How perfect is that game, you know? And how he invented everything, uh, you know, 10 years before everybody else. And uh, yeah, yeah. And you know, there is another game that I forgot, actually, uh, who is Another World, that I want to say also. Mm. Uh, because, uh, or Out of This World, you know, he, was, he, had, he had different names, you know? Um, uh, this game is, is one of the first ones that I played where I didn't really understand what was going on. Like, it, I was so blown away by the quality of everything. And... Um, so that's also it depends on how many hours I have, you know. If question move, I need I need twenty or thirty hours to finish both. So, uh, but if I have only a couple of hours, maybe it would be uh, another world actually. All right. Well, it's variable. I mean, you know, Snake's not not exactly a season <laughs> schedule kind of guy. So, you have I'll, I'll give you Shenmue this time. I'll take it easy. On you. Final question. Yeah. Um, when we come to the end of our lives. And we reach the gates of the Mushroom Kingdom, and Toad is there with the Book of Our Deeds. Mm -hmm. What would you like him to say to you? Uh, uh, what he can say to me? Um, I wanted to do his voice, but I forgot. <laughs> he has no voice. I know. I wanted to do like. <laughs> bidi, 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 bidi. <laughs> Like you know where they were talking in a uh, in Star Fox, you know you yep. remember? <laughs> um, uh, no, actually, I don't know. Like what you could say, like oh, I don't know. Like Mario is waiting for you, you know, or something like that. That could be fun. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That. <laughs> That's a weird question, yeah. It, it is. <laughs> uh, yes, by all means, that is absolutely a weird question. <laughs> Yeah, in no way is that is that normal. And it was playing that way. Was, <laughs> but that's it. You passed. That was the last question. Thank you. Your uh, your all your comments have now been recorded, and uh, will go down in history as the only way to answer these questions. 
uh, for you. So thank you very much. No problem, guys. Thank you. Jonathan, thanks well, out. All right. Well, thank you, Lors, so much for joining us tonight and talking about Harold. If you could just send us out by letting our listeners know where they can go to find out more information about your game. Yeah, they can check our Facebook or or, uh, or the website, you know, of Moon Spider Studio. Uh, you have also the, the Harold Facebook and and, uh, and actually you have YouTube too. We have a YouTube channel where you can, you know, uh, uh, go and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's where you can have all the info. Fantastic. Well, thank you once again and good luck as you uh, kind of go into the, the final weeks and, and months of developing the game and just uh, wish you the best of luck. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you, Lawrence. Bye-bye.